room at West Cigar Shop, East, just west of this very location, that's the Cigar Hacks. Better known as a bunch of hacks, talking cigars, etc. Our panel of hacks for this installment are Mustang Lake. Mustang Sally. Another beautiful day out there, Mustang weather all around. Alright, we got Nurse Rick. This town needs an enema. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Enema Boy is in the house. <laughs> At the shack. Up in Raleigh, Massachusetts. All right, then we get the Reverend Harvey. Hallelujah. 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 My penis valve is working well. Well, good evening, everybody. <laughs> Don't touch that dial tonight. We got a real good program for you uh, with the uh, tobacco shack there in Raleigh, Mass. Uh, we have some representatives from different cigar companies here. Uh, we got a bunch of hacks here. Uh, we got a lot of the customers here. It's going to be a real nice show. Uh, uh, get yourself a nice cold drink if you got a cigar, so gear, pipe, or whatever. Just make yourself comfortable, and we're going to try to entertain you. And you're probably going to need a little thing of tissue because it's going to be funny tonight. It's going to be a wild one. Tear jerker. Yeah, that too. <laughs> All right, next we got the Gringo Star. Cross over the border. We'll take a sailing ship into the night. <laughs> there he is. Hola, senoritas, hombres. We're at the... <laughs> Amigos. No comprende. The shack. The shack. We're at the shack. We don't know where I, you are. I don't there. know where I was there a minute ago, but uh, we're at the shack, and thank you very much. Okay, then we get Tommy the Dominator. Dominator. Back at the shack. Thank you for having us once again. It's going to be a good time. You ready to go around the room? Yeah, let's let's go. We got a whole slew of guests here tonight. Okay, so uh, sitting up at the bar, we have who we call the big pussy. We call him the big cat. I'm 5.0, so my rag top down, so my hair can blow. The girl is on standby, waiting to say hi. Did you stop? No, I just drove by, kept on. Hey everyone, it's the big pussy here. Meow! <laughs> Looking forward to a little bit of rally tonight, fellas. Welcome aboard. <laughs> awesome. Sitting right next to him, we have our very favorite wandering Jew. <laughs> this evening, I, I come to praise Moses Horowitz. <laughs> praise me. <laughs> Praise to Moses Horowitz. Horowitz. There we go. All and right. sitting next to him, we have the Resuscitator. Yeah. Welcome to the shack, y'all. Glad to have you here. We're going to have a good time tonight. That's for sure. We got a respirator in the back room if anybody has uh, COVID. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Oh, it's a great thing. A great thing. Just put that cigar down. Don't light it. That's it. That's it. Not near the respirator anyway. You know? It all goes away in November 5th. Ah, that's it. It does. November 8th, isn't it? Now, what, they, now what's the... absolutely amazing is... We had to search high and low to find this guy. We were able to find the shadow. Shadow is what evil lurks shadow. in the hearts of men. 
<laughs> Out of the darkness for a nice night with the hacks at the Tobacco Shack. Thank you for having me. Beautiful thing. Okay. What else we got? Right here. We have the, probably the, at his old job, I hear the boys really messed with your OCD. Oh, Oh, you heard that story. I did hear that story. So we have Mike from Rocky Patel, Mike the Cops in the house. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? I'm back again. I hope you're not sick of hearing my voice, but it's a pleasure to be with the Hacks, and I absolutely love coming here and being a part of the Tobacco Shack and supporting all the great people here. And again, I'm here to keep things legal now. I have to after I've seen the past yeah. couple weeks. Yeah, right. beautiful thing. <laughs> Thank you for coming. All right. Okay. Before we get to the other side of the room, yes. We have, oh, we have correspondent Mike. We got correspondent Mike. The Leprechaun King. Mikey, you drop that headset, I'll kill you. The Leprechaun King. Get some nice music while we wait for Mike. Him to put his headset Mike, on. What are you doing? It goes yeah, over your ears. Right. Are you there? Listen, I take that name under protest. When I requested I may or may have not been a bit inebriated at Twins. It was St. Patrick's Day, however, yeah. and I believe you all have pictures of me with a with a, with a leprechaun hat. And there we go. There you go. And that's the best. I still story. have the hat, by the way. <laughs> Actually, I have a hat right here for you. I really don't want to see him with the hat on. <laughs> Give that one a try. Okay. I have a picture of you with it. We're in this. Sorry, so on this side of the room. Go ahead. Over here, another wonderful person, very hard to get. We have another rep in the house. We have Brian from United. Say my name, you know who I am. Hey everybody, uh, first time on the show with the guys, very excited, uh, should be a lot of fun and uh, looking for some laughs. Looking, keep looking. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, next we have the Silver Fox. And she makes me glad that I'm her own music. I do, I do. <laughs> I'm back, I'm back. How you doing? I'm glad to be back. It's good to see you. Is this Everyone the Love is. Shack or the... Uh, yeah. Love yeah. Shack, baby. The B-52 is going to be playing later. I like the mix. <laughs> 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 Alright, so we have... Is that everybody? We have a cast of characters in the belief, so we have quite an audience. We have quite an audience. We got... We got one, two, three, four, five guys over here who re- well we, we, we wish to remain nameless other than Paul the fixer <laughs> what, do you, Paul. What, do you, what do you do for a living I fix things now shut up kid <laughs> thank you Paul okay. for having us alright so so jeez man seems like we've been doing this for 10 minutes we have uh, we have one more person who else we got you oh oh, oh. We got to, oh. I'm, I'm getting to that I'm getting to that okay all right. Of course, this is your humble announcer, producer Saga Hackday. To the man, the man, the legend. <laughs> Our segments include Hidden Earth Blind Cigar Review. We have 
choice of three tonight. We have so many people, so many reps here that we got all sorts of different brands represented here. Okay, so we have a red, green, or blue cigar. That's the Fox Press, the Robusto, or the Churchill. So we'll get into those a little later. All right, then we have uh, the current events of the Sky World. Harvey's got a nice list for us tonight. We got local Spotlight Cigar Lounge Review here at the Tobacco Shack at Rowley. And then we got the Conspiracy Corner where we expose the ugly underbelly of possible truth along with the Hidden Earth Reveal. Hidden Earth Recap. Find us all over the internet, usual places. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, CigarHacks.com. And by the way, we have probably two of the best conspirators uh, uh, yes. in the business that are with us tonight. Yeah. Mike and Ike. Mike and Ike. Okay, so <laughs> let me explain the Hidden Harp here. So we have, like I said, we have a bunch of uh, brands represented. And so we decided to go with a, an assortment of hidden herfs, and so folks got to choose between the red band, the uh, box press, the blue banded Robusto, Maduro. It looks like a Maduro. You got that? Does that look like a Maduro to you? Could be a San Andreas. Could be. But yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. And then we have the Churchill looking like thing here that looks like a sun grown or a Sumatra or a. It's not a Connecticut. Corojo, maybe. Corojo, one of those kind of middle of the road kind of. Colors. You know, and I just, uh, just to throw this out to the three reps, you know, we went up to Seabrook up to two guys, and Mr. Bojimbles guessed a hidden hearth as he smoked it. So I'm expecting something from the three of you. You have the chance of getting one of these, and I'm sure these are none of your cigars. So we're expecting your expertise tonight as you smoke these. Pressure. You want to switch? Pressure. What you're saying? <clears throat> Do we light them now? You want to change to red? I would like to choose the box press. So box let's. Press. There you go. Yeah. I'll take that one back. Huh? There you go. So before we light these, we should describe them. So yeah. does somebody want to describe the pink ones? Sure. I need it. I'll describe the pink one. Um, on the foot, it's a little sweet. It's got a nice pepper to it. Some pepper on this. Yeah, I'm not getting pepper on this one. On the pink it's one, it's a box press which I chose. Yep, I got the box press. Mm-hmm. Very dark. Smells pretty good. I haven't cut it yet. Can I see that? Good luck, Ricky. Pure Soul Maduro. Uh, no. No, no, no. Nope. Don't be guessing my cigar. I won't. I got my, got my own. Are you smoking that one? Then you're not allowed to guess. Okay. Push that down. That releases it. Then push the button. What the f- are you lighter, talking about? Lighter instructions. Lighter instructions. Lighter instructions. You know? Big Tony. You got it, brother? Hey, don't be like that when we're like this. Okay, somebody else describe the uh, blue ones. Who's got a blue one? Beautiful construction. Blue oh, you got the blue? Go ahead. Nice construction. Got some, like, pepper to it. It smells some earthy. There's some pepper in there. Mm-hmm. I didn't uh, light it yet. I'm still cutting it with my... You want to cut it? I got here. No, no. This has pepper. I don't know where that's been. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I prefer my fingernail. I know where that's been. That's a beautiful thing. Okay. And now somebody described the green one. Who has the green? Nobody's got a green one up there? I Nobody? Have, I have the no, green one. I have a green one. I have one. Mikey's got a green one. You do the green one, Ricky. I do. Okay. So we have a Churchill. Looks like a Maduro. Doesn't look San Andreasy to me, but then again, I can't tell the difference. It's a little veiny. There's definitely pepper on yeah. the foot. I'm sniffling right away. There's pepper on this. A lot of pepper. Yeah. I haven't smoked a Churchill in a long time, so. All right. Everybody, let's light these bones. 
Do it. Matt, what flavor do you have? Blue, green, or pink? Blue. All right. Red. Nice, rich taste. This green one's nice and tasty. Ooh. I'm sure they're all going to be tasty. This is going to be interesting, describing three cigars at the same time. This is nice. It's got a good draw on the green one. Not too, Actually, it is peppery, but it's not too strong. This is peppery, too, the Churchill. Mike, you want a lighter? He's already lit. Matching it. Thank you, sir. Wow. I was going to say, that looks like a Rocky Patel ashtray, and it is. It is. <laughs> That's an oldie but goodie right there. It's a heavy baby. How do you like down. it, Gringo? It's got a nice draw. It's earthy. Earthy, Maduro wrap. Um, but I really don't have a guess at the moment. Which one do you have? The blue. The blue. Ah, the blue. What do you, who's got a blue? I don't. Very earthy. Earthy. Yeah, a little bit of pepper spice, but it's very earthy. Very earthy. Barnyard. Yeah. As Barnyard. Said. Say it right. Barnyard. Barnyard. I see red and it's strong. I like that. That's uh, not too strong. That's that's uh, moving along. It's going to be hard to follow three yeah. different cigars going on. Yeah. Red, blue, pink. Oh, I got the blue one. It's it's it's, it's got uh, a good blue, draw to green. it. Uh, I retrohaled it. It's a little uh, it's a little spite. It's a little uh, peppery, but yeah, got a good taste to it. Well put together. Retrohaled this green one because I just did, and I got news for you. I choked. <laughs> <laughs> this is strong. So don't retrohale. This right. reminds me of a tat. <laughs> A hardcore tat, like a taboo. I am. So I did a good lateral move here to the red. You did. I like my box presses. I got a very strong retrohale. Very, yeah. very earthy again. Very strong. Who's got the box press? Me. Oh, the box press people doing it. Very good. That's good. a pink banded one, yeah? Yeah. Solid. Does, does Hamlet put out a uh, box press? No. Huh. Well, that rules out Rocky. <laughs> he doesn't okay. have square hands. Well, it doesn't mean it's not a Hamlet. This is a Rocky, I bet. You would be right. Huh? <laughs> oh, we got the cigars. I got to be honest with you. I didn't take that one personally because it looked the, a little we, familiar. All right. I wait a minute. <laughs> if pink is a Rocky, green's a Dunbarton. That would be wrong. That's wrong? <laughs> I got a yen. Do- Wait, do I have a United in my hand? Yeah. I'm in trouble. <laughs> Somebody else smoke a green one. I will say this blue one is tasting up the Dunbarton line. That would be correct. Yes. <laughs> All right. Oh, this side of the room. I don't know. That side, eh. This side, eh. Wait, it is. Okay. Wait. It's Dunbarton? <laughs> that is the Dunbarton, yeah. Yep. That's an umbagog. They're not even smoking it. No, it's not. <laughs> What's that? No, it's not Does a hammer. Does make a Churchill? It's- yeah. This is this is a wild card brand. This is a wild card? Yeah. That's not fear. And <laughs> hey, we're here to fool you. Yeah, we're here to fool you. So one of them is a not represented brand. Oh. So it's a wild card. Got to keep it lively here. Okay, so let's move along here. Uh, Ricky, you want to do the, the do the troops there? Just a big shout out to our troops that are fighting the good fight here in this country. And those of you that are overseas, to the men and women representing this country, to the uh, troops fighting the good fight, we stand behind the troops. Uh, no matter what side you stand on, I think most of the Americans are patriots. We support you. We honor you. We truly respect you. And uh, to the National Guard that are helping out across this country with the COVID crisis, you know, thank you for your service. To the brothers in blue, it crushes me when I hear about cities that want to defund the police. 
I send out a word out there to the men and women in blue. You know, we honor you, we respect you, and we stand behind you. So thank you for your service. I still think the defund is to get rid of uh, conservative policemen and replace them with liberal policemen. And that's the the method. It's defund, then refund it, and then hire woke policemen. (laughs) So that's the plan. Is there a such thing? Does that mean we have to stay up all night in the overnight shifts? <laughs> I'm out. Not, not awake. No. That's a whole different thing. But okay. Dave, is there another green one of these? Yeah. We need to give one of these to the Silver Fox, because this is something up your line that you would smoke. There you go. Yvonne. Is it a Corojo wrapper? Give, I'm not smoking it, but it looks good. Uh, I don't know. This What's is strong. Like so I expect... Uh, which one's the Rocky? The pink one, huh? The oh, we should really put red him is, on the spot and red, give it pink, to him. Red. If he, he knows what it is. He the yeah, second he I saw it, I knew what it was. You knew what it was. Yeah. exactly what it is. And you have to wow. taste it. Looks like a chocolate bar. It's like yeah. he, he knows what I have in inventory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> San Andreas wrapper? Oh, on the Rocky. Oh, San Andreas the wandering wrapper on Jew. This? On the Rocky? Yes. Okay. You know it? A beautiful well, San Andreas wrapper. wrapper. <laughs> it's often nice, dark, and chocolatey yes. looking. And it has that. And it's a, this thing is beautifully constructed. Good flavors, little earthiness, little leather. Really nice. Beautiful cigar. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so uh, the next uh, episode that we have on the calendar that we know where we're going is on the 14th. We're going to uh, Seabrook. Well, what are we doing uh, next week? I don't know what we're doing next week. We're going to cast away? We're going to figure something out for next week. But two weeks from now, we have on uh, Friday, August 14th, we're going yes. up to two guys yes. for so, Dave's 80th birthday party. Correct. Different so, Dave. Yeah, different Dave is uh, turning 80, and they're having a very special event. And I asked uh, Mr. Bojimbles to bring his guitar. Oh, really? I understand oh. he's a very good guitar player. Good play. Well, you know? Could be. And so... Dave is uh, one of the regulars over there. Yes. Well... If weather permitting, Mustang Ranch is always open for a sundown cigar. Oh, next week? That's oh, beautiful. that would be good. Sunset cigar at Amongst the sunset. The horses. Brian, did you know what this is? Did you know? It's one of yours? I didn't actually, honestly, I didn't get a good look at it, to be honest with you. I feel like it's like one that you gave me before. I'm not 100% sure, though. I don't think so. I'm not sure. And so last week, we I'm smoked sure. an EP Carrillo, and we couldn't figure out which one it was because I couldn't. It's an old one, and I couldn't find the band before the show. I went looking for it, but I looked it up this week. It was the EP Carrillo Coraline Regalis Real, and that came out in 2011. Wow! And uh, wow! So that's when it first came out. Of course, they had it for a few years, and uh, we got a hold of some of those, and that's why those were really good. They were nice and aged. Five or six years, anyway. Nice and old. Yes. You know, I just, I just want to yell out, just also along with that, we have our reps in the house. You know, we were very, very fortunate to get three different reps in the house. And what's funny is, and I won't say who they are quite yet, but one of them is amongst the hacks for 2020. One of them is holding first place. The second one of the reps is holding second place, and the third rep is holding third place. Oh, and the for the cigars. three highest yeah, cigars. Well, there yeah. you go. That the are here. Cigars are smoked. Wow. For our listeners out there, mm. 
Oh, oh, look who just walked in. We have Johnny Nine Sticks and uh, Minty just walked in from Cigars R Us from uh, Danvers, Mass. Also, Billy Cigars is in the house. Gentlemen, welcome. Hey, come on in, guys. Come on in. We'll make room. So that's awesome. So just for you folks to know, for these top three cigars, they were all three of them were rated higher than the Atabay. Which is in the cigar world, Atabay is big news and right. all three of their cigars, we'll say them at the end, are rated higher than the Atabay Lancero. Oh, and that is just by us. It's a bunch of hacks. But it's just a bunch of hacks, yeah. Da- Dommy, we like them. Dommy, let's make some podcast juice. But, right. but we're I'll endorsed. Make we're, make we're endorsed by no one. So we can rate how we feel. They are. Atabay, I know, but Atabay Lancero is number four on our list. But just to give you an idea. What's that? I'm trying to figure out what cigar this is. What that is? Mia Corto. Uh, ancho, no, 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 Ancho, Ancho Corto. No, no, that's not a Mi Corita. Ancho Corto. No. I can't remember. I'm not good with the names. No. Oh. Okay, I'm going to do my thing and host and find out who wants a podcast juice and so forth. All right, so we're going to turn uh, you down. It's it's maintaining that pasture. I mean, this would be nice with a nice Tuscany. Yeah. Red wine. So... Let's get Brycar on. Uh, do, what's your podcast nickname, by the way? It's up to you. I don't have one yet. Oh, that's usually Ricky's job. Well, but he's off the headset right now. So, what's new in your world? Business is great. Uh, turning the corner here. Yeah. Doing a lot of traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, really, the last six weeks has been gangbusters. Just on my way back from Buffalo this week, so oh. it's, it's been a long oh. week. Oh, long. Are you doing all in New England and in New York? You do the city too. Like, not as no, of right now. I'm not. Reps, yeah. So they're on the road. Every Nobody does the same as me. I do the same. All of New England and then upstate New York. Most of these Nobody guys does the, the city anymore. The <laughs> no one goes there. <laughs> there might be a reason. I don't think the people who live there go in the city anymore. It's nice to be back on the road, though, huh? Oh, it's awesome. Get out of the house. Right. You know, I've yeah. had uh, yeah, I've had one Atabay, yeah. and i got to say, this Rocky... Rocky Patel is superior in every way to the one I had. Yeah, you have the box press. And, right? and priced, no doubt, a lot better. You have the you have the red band? Yeah. Yeah, you're looking at um, somewhere around 1250 I think. That's a good price yeah. for this cigar. Notwithstanding any states that have, you know, the crazy taxes and stuff. Right, right around on there. average, yeah. right, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a good price point. Yeah. New York, okay. it might be right up there again. Yeah, October first, seventy-five percent, right? Oh yeah. my God, they're uh, covering their budget shortfall on the cigar. Yeah, but when they sell less cigars, it's not going to really be that, right? Yeah. Oh, an extra covering their bankruptcies. They'll all be coming to New Hampshire and Mass to get them. So, Gringo Star, what do you want? What do you want to say? Oh, I was just playing off the the good uh, sales and stuff yeah. that uh, I know Plastow Cigar from being there and working there. That uh, they had a great month of sales. Yep, very good month. So, so things are looking up. Things are looking up. Coronavirus is behind the, the so, wall. So how much of that is people um, from Massachusetts coming up to buy flavored stuff? You get a lot of Massachusetts uh, individuals who love the the, the place. Number one, yeah. 
the company you can't beat. You're right on the border. And we're on the border. And yep. so, you know, the, the the whole thing fits together for many people to come up and sit down and relax and talk to some people who are very uh, knowledgeable about the cigars. We get a lot of people asking for advice. What do you like with this? And, of course, we point them in the right direction. Yeah. And there's all kinds of factors, but make no mistake, the, the people that come to these brick-and-mortar shops and they develop relationships and they enjoy what we're enjoying right now, they go out to support. And even though we had a really bad situation, we, we're not out of it yet, you know, they're going out. And if it was cash and carry, if it was curbside, if it was delivery, or now we're able to come in and actually hang out and see each other's faces, I feel like the, the people that are enjoy the premium cigars like we do, they're more apt to do that, you know. Indeed. Then the folks that might want to support their local restaurant, maybe they just eat in or something or go shop because they're afraid to go out and do that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's a it's a club. It's yeah. actually a nice club to go and relax relationship. And, and relationship with the with the people that you get to know very well, and it's a great great thing. I've never seen a guy with a cigar in his mouth with a didn't have a smile on his face. Well, Ricky's like that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, Mike, to your point, too, uh, even during the the COVID from March through the next three months when it was just curbside, I have to say this industry is just unbelievable. The way that everybody supported their brick and mortars throughout, I, countless times I heard shop owners say that people would just call them up and say, hey, put 300 bucks on my credit card. You know what I like. <laughs> I'll be on, I'll be in on Friday to pick it up. You know, um, get Paul in trouble. Yeah, just a great industry and a great camaraderie. Uh, agreed. Anybody need an extra? Rick's in an uproar over here. What's going on? Ricky's trying to pass out the podcast juice. Oh, that's the importance. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna get the the silver fox back on the line. Yeah, this is great. Just, no, you don't have to. Yeah. I think my red's going to have an early burn here down to the uh, label. Oh, we got Johnny Ninesticks. How you doing? Johnny Ninesticks. What do you say, brother? It's good to be here. It's good to see you. And it's someplace other than uh, the sidewalk. Yeah. It's actually <laughs> nice. I like sitting inside. It's great. I love it here. So you got the minty and uh, Billy Cigars, Billy Cigars over there. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice. Good to see you guys. Good to be here. So you've been here before. I have. But these guys, you guys been up here before? Really? I can't say I was. Okay. <laughs> it's in the neighborhood, more in the neighborhood than most. It's close. I think it's great. Uh, a few weeks ago, this nice fine gentleman came by my shop and introduced himself, and I thought it was a class act to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's a good guy. My pleasure. Definitely. It's very nice. Definitely. So this is like a cigar of convention. Kumbaya. We got three yeah. reps. We got two shop owners. Cigar Palooza. Cigar Palooza. I like that. This should be a secret location. We should let everybody know we're all in the same spot at once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the designated survivor? <laughs> <laughs> Comedy Chris is our designated survivor tonight. We left him at home. Yeah. yeah. You can handle it. <laughs> I want to talk to Paul here. Dave. What do you say there? Hey, Dave. What's oh, happening? So Paul's Paul is the mic. Paul is the proprietor here at the shack. And so what's new in the shack world? No, things are getting way better. We appreciate yeah. you guys coming down as usual. Mm -hmm. uh, you can see we're starting to fill the humidor more, uh, different yeah. brands. Actually, uh, you know, Brian and Mike. Yeah, actually, I haven't actually made it into the humidor yet because I set up all the gear and sat down and started going. <laughs> I'm going for? later. I'm going to go take a tour and get some get some hidden herfs for next time. Great, great. You know, we're knocked down with COVID like everyone else. Oh, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. You know, we're digging our way out now. Yep. So uh, when it's raining, this is the place to come because we're inside. 
Johnny Ninestick store there down at Cigars R Us in Danvers. We have the outdoor lounge over there, but it's open late, midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So you come here early, and then you go there late. That's that, actually we've done that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's great because so down in Danvers they can't have indoor smoking, so everybody brings their camp chairs and sits on the sidewalk. It's just fabulous on a nice hot summer night. Do you still have the TV on inside after hours so they can look through the glass oh, yes, and watch TV? Do. I love yes, that. Yes, we do. We were watching the Sox the other night. <laughs> I was telling these guys the last podcast I was on a few weeks back that I can, I can remember. I drive by the store all the time coming home from work. And my cruiser, I'd like look over there. Everybody there, like staring there, looking at the TV. <laughs> I was yeah. like, beat the horn. I'd be smoking my cigar. Hey, see you guys. <laughs> yeah, they're there every night. Great. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Anything else you want to add before we uh, move on to... Current events. Just uh, thank you again, guys, and yeah, keep oh. coming back. <laughs> Get a good crowd tonight. That's yes, for you sure. do. Yes, that's for sure. Okay, yeah. hand Harvey the thing there, and Harvey does our current events. Hey, Harv. Hey, how you doing? We got a crowd here tonight, folks. You ready to go? Oh, we're ready to go here. All right. Okay, folks, we got 18 uh, events this uh, this night here. Okay, we're going to start off with CANH Cigar Association, New Hampshire 9th Annual Golf Tournament, Friday, August the 28th, 9 a.m. at the Amherst Country Club, 175 before August, 200 after. You get a cart, you get 18 holes, barbecue lunch, and a cigar at every hole. Wow. Yeah, I understand there's a contingent from uh, the Danvers store going there. Right? Foursome. You got a foursome. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yep. There's another foursome. There's another foursome. We got the hacks are going to be yep. there. The I'm going to be front. They're going to have a team. Mustang Mike's going to be banging it out there. What do you call an eightsome? Eightsome. Uh, I'm bringing my cornhole board, uh, so uh, if you uh, beat uh, me, we, we <laughs> call them, we'll, take it. we'll call four of them chauffeurs. <laughs> the guys in Bellingham really appreciated the uh, cornhole boards. I heard they almost didn't make it. <laughs> they almost got stolen, yeah. Well, no, well borrowed. I heard, I, I heard, you know, I can't say we are. But I heard they almost didn't make it down there. Oh, really? That's what I Oh, oh, you heard that. I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Luckily, the okay. shadow was there to save me. <laughs> the shadow's always there. Uh, continuing on here, folks, we got Twins London Dairy, New Hampshire, Saturday Night Live Music, Under the Tent, Pipe Club on August the 8th. We'll continue. The Blind Taste Challenge, Ashton Rep, uh, Lauren Barrero will be at Twins on Friday. Ooh. August the 28th for the selection of the Ashton Grand Prize winner. It's nice and warm. Twins 23rd Annual Smoking Blues Barbecue is on Saturday, September the 19th. Tickets are on sale, 135 regular. That'll put you there 12 to 6. 160 VIP, that'll put you there 11 to 6. And you get all the goodies with that and $50 for a spouse. So I assume you guys are going to be there? Absolutely. Brian, you going to the barbecue? We're there. Yes, you're going to be at the Twins Barbecue? Oh, absolutely. Wouldn't miss it. Uh, uh, last couple of years, I've had to go out to Buffalo to do events out same, there. But same here. There's a conflict with that date. Yep. And, uh, yeah. So I'm very excited. Uh, it's From what I hear, it's uh, one of the one of the best events of the year. It'll be even better this year because we're there. There you go. <laughs> Three of us will we'll be live at the party. Get up. you in the dunk tank. <laughs> okay. Uh, next on the list is Radloff Cigar and On the Rocks Lounge, Rochester, open with indoor and outdoor seating. Looking for bar help. 
Then we go to Two Guys Smoke Shop, Seabrook, Friday, August the 8th. The Hacks from 68th. We're going to have a little uh, podcast there. Yep. Okay, uh, then we go up to uh, Cigar Shenanigans, North Comedy, New Hampshire, Monday, August the 24th, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Is having a motorcycle remembrance ride for Laconia Harley Davidson to North Conway. Uh, registration, 9 registration is 9 a.m. and you guess you go to uh, radio station KS. No, 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 no. KSU at 11 a.m. That okay. stands for kickstands up. Oh, okay, kickstands <laughs> up. Well, he was okay. W-K-S-U. All right, then we go to O'Shea's Irish Tavern. Cigar bar sports are back. Brick socks are on the TV. And then we go to El Toro Hudson, New Hampshire. Should be open in their new location in Fuck September. Uh, and then we go to one TV. of our uh, favorite places here, Fuck Castaway Seabrook, New Hampshire. Huge outdoor seating restaurant with smoking at the fire pits. Then we go to another one of our favorite spots, Cigars R Us, Denver's Mass, New Arrivals in the Humidor, Hammer Sickle, D, T, and T, Pure So, Byron, and more Friday Night Movies coming soon. Yes, what's the story with the Friday Night Movies? Huh? Soon. Soon, soon. Soon, soon. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, and another. Cop stop it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And another one of our favorite spots here, where we're at tonight with the podcast, is the Tobacco Shack Rally Mass. Outdoor seating and arrangements under the tent. Okay, then we go to Michael Cigar Bar, Worcester Mass, seeking an experienced bartender for our evening shifts. Uh, the complaints will be there Friday, August 7th at 9.30, I guess, p.m. Okay, Victory Bar and Grill, Worcester, Mass., August is craft beer month, over 30 craft beers, $5. Okay, then we go uh, to, we got the Tennessee bars here. Uh, Cigars, uh, Express Out Nashville, Tennessee is looking for kitchen help. Mm-hmm. Okay, then we have Havana Cigar Work around Southern Draw Cigar Dinner, $20 Thursday, August the 20th, 6.30 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. And then Boulevard, Boulevard Grill and Cigar Lounge, Pawtucket, Rhode Island, Margarita Flights, and they are looking for an additional bartender. And another one of our places, oh, gee, I got, I, we got to get out there, guys. I have, I, I, I have dreams about the bartender. Okay, Big House Tobacco Outlet, Scranton, Pennsylvania, seeking bartender for daytime shifts. Then we go to Enfuego, McKinney, Texas, a viewing of Hand Rolled on Thursday, August 13th at 6 p.m. That's, that's that movie, Hand Rolled? Yeah. They're going to show it there. Okay, and last but not least is uh, Corona Cigar, Orlando, Florida, a one-of-a-kind Templeton Rye FSG virtu- virtual tasting event on Wednesday, August the 12th, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. See their Facebook page for details. There's uh, a lot there. There's like a whole a slew there. of people going to be on yeah. that on that virtual tasting event. Yeah. So. And that is it for the current events, uh, folks. If you're ever in the area where these guns are going on, uh, stop by there and uh, pay the cigar stores and lounges a visit. They'll really appreciate it. And uh, that's it. Okay, thanks, Al. Yep. Time for Shall the old... close to the reveal? Yes, it's hitting there for reveal time. Reveal time. <laughs> who, wants to, who wants to do a reveal? You want to start with a reveal? Eh? What do you have, the blue? Sure, I got the blue. The blue. Any right last, we said any done last by, right? How do I peel this off? You peel it or you slide you it? Can, either you way, can peel it. Way. You can peel it off. Oh, yeah, DTNT. Well, we were right. What is it? That's a Sober Mesa. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Sober Mesa. Really? Robusto Larga. Is that the creme brulee or no? No. Got a beautiful one. Ricky, you want to do the green one? The green one? The green. Ah. It's an Oliva O. O, O, O. O, O, O. 
Not that old. No. No. I think the Oliva O and the Oliva G is better than the Oliva V. Yeah. I do. That's just my two cents because I'm a hack. And I can say that. <laughs> you, did you open yours? I'm opening it now. What's the blue one? Uh, we yeah, did the blue. The blue one is a silver mesa. silver mesa. Blue is silver mesa. Okay. What's yeah. the pink one? Who's got the pink one? The red one. Go ahead. Pop it off. The red Take one your is the ALR. By Rocky. Second edition. Second edition. Second edition. ALR, second edition. Ah, that's why. Mike gave it a 10 last time we were together. I love that. And, Mike, I don't know if you heard the show last week, but when we said on our show is your district, well, I think it was the big kahuna there, when he told me that uh, you were sponsoring that trade show, because we talked about it on our show, I mentioned to him, I don't know if you caught that, but he mentioned that there was a full bar. And I said to him, that's beautiful. We'll break open the Louis tray. And he went, no, no, no. <laughs> I said, come on, 200 bucks an ounce. It'll be great. We'll pass it out. They had some good bottles there. We drank some good they stuff. They had some yeah. incredible stuff. Could have used that Stanford. So. Okay, mm-hmm. so we got the Oliva O. The Oliva O. Oliva O. And the green band. We've got the Silver Mesa. Blue band. The Silver Mesa like should be named Mesa. Planet Earth. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, very earthy. I love that cigar right Has that, yeah. Which one you have? ALR. I had the I love blue, that cigar. The Silver blue, Mesa. The Silver Mesa, yeah. Should be named Planet Earth. Mm-hmm. Which, Planet Earth. you know something? I, I always said that of the whole DTNT crowd, of all their cigars, I always loved the Silver Mesa. And then somebody introduced me to the Brulee. That's the, I love that And one. you know what? They're selling everywhere that carries them. I've seen so many shops that carry the brulee, and I'll say, where's your brulees? Oh, we're out. Yeah. No. I got two boxes today, by the way. Beautiful. There you go. That's goodness. Big seller. Cigars are Big seller. Okay, so what do you think of the ALR there, Dom? Oh, it's very good. Did you hear that, Russ? I've bought some of these before. And you can't keep them in the stores. Can't no. say that I don't like it. It's can't very say good. That you don't like it. Most Dave, I have, has it too. I have the green. Dave. Oh, you got the green. Yeah. Great cigar. So that's the Oliva O. Oliva O. Oliva O. Great cigar. You, you like oh, it, Big Cat? I like it. I'm smoking the balls out of this thing right now. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Smoking balls. What do you got, Russ? Oliva O. What do you got, Sean? You got the Rocky. Oh, you got the ALR. Nope. Oh, you picked a good one, man. Have you had that before? You like this? It's familiar good. with it. It's yeah. a good stick. I got a Macanudo. Oh, I'm sorry, Olivio. <laughs> <laughs> and so how do you like your ALR? It is a wonderful box press. It's climbing up the scale. It's climbing the scale. Yeah. Johnny had the box press. Uh, he's, he's wondering if he can stay uh, late and smoke the other two for free. <laughs> <laughs> I only have one left. It's time for the uh, local spotlight. For the spotlight... Um, since we have two cigar owners here, we're going to talk about the shack. So it's up here in Raleigh, Mass. And you know what? Again, I know it was said before, but to have two cigar stores uh, about 20 minutes from one another is unbelievable. And again, you can you can smoke inside at the shack or in their tent, and you yep. can smoke outside and meet the most wonderful group of characters that I have ever met. <laughs> um, characters, just, right? Yeah, you oh, know what? Let's put it nice. Thank you, Ani. <laughs> it's just an absolute, you know, it reminds me of being in the North End and sitting outside. 
you sit with all these fellas that are all, and ladies that are from all different. You know, everybody has a different palate, and it's fabulous. So we get the tobacco shack. He's got a big tent outside now too. He, he has does a little have tent a on the tent. side and the little courtyard, but a big tent out front for more seating outside, which is so fabulous. It's really great. It's really great. And, like the outdoor seating setup. It's and just nice and just a shout out for Russ and Johnny, the Wandering Jew, and Paul. The swag that they sell in this store is probably the cheapest in price compared to almost all stores that I've been to. They have unbelievable humidors. They got great lighters. Um, they're cutters, and they got some neat things. For instance, something that I happened to buy four of were the little golf bags. So they have this little golf humidor that you can put five or sti- six sticks in. It also carries your lighter and your cutter. And everybody on the golf courses, I went to Breakfast Hill and um, went over to the Black Swan. Everybody was coming up to me saying, where did you get that? And I said, at the shack. So now you need to put your name on this, on those. Good idea. So yeah. that, or put a <laughs> sticker. On put a sticker on there so they know where, where it's sold. Good it's idea. a wonderful idea. Almost everybody that plays golf, usually, not many guys bring their leather cases. They usually put them in plastic bags, right. shove them in their golf yeah. bag, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, hope their balls don't crush them. You know, it's the truth. Yeah. So it's a wonderful little caddy, but they got some great swag in this store, uh, which is fabulous. You know, and then uh, you go down to Johnny Nine Stick store. They're selling all sorts of T-shirts. There's some sticks down there that you can't get anywhere else. Um, He's got the Hiram Solomon. Yeah, he has a huge collection of Hiram Solomon, which is really nice because you know you usually see two or three facings from Hiram and Solomon, and that's it. And they got a large amount of them. Yeah. So what I like about these two shops, the Tobacco Shack and and Cigars of Russ, you carry different things. You know, you have some of the mainstay stuff, but you have a lot of different things that the other guy doesn't carry, which is great because you get a variety. Yeah. Yeah. So not only you have indoor versus outdoor versus daytime versus nighttime, you got different sticks too, which just makes it even better. And both shops have two lovely, lovely ladies that work their shop. You have the very lovely Roberta, who works here in the shack, and the very lovely Nancy, who works. Uh, at Cigars R Us. And both are very knowledgeable Absolutely. when it comes to cigars, which is fabulous. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm dying to put these okay. guys on the spot. And okay, go right ahead. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> okay, so. Plead the fifth. Us Hacks had the pure privilege, and we talked about it last week's show, we had the pure privilege of meeting uh, Hamlet until 3.15 in the morning. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was an unbelievable evening. But the... We smoked a cigar that knocked our socks off. Will anything like that cigar be coming out? Well, I think that he answered that when you yeah. guys asked him that night. It's something that um, he's thinking about. That's a special blend that he makes when he does events. He needs um, to put it out. Yeah, it, it I definitely. Everybody that smokes it says the same thing. So I'm sure that his wheels are spinning. I can't speak for him, but yeah. he did. you did ask him that night. and he's. Like, I did. He gave you the look, and he's like, it's probably something I should think about. It was it was, <laughs> it was out of this world. Yeah, that was and awesome yeah. yeah, exactly. Hack only if you have to. But uh, <laughs> it, it just was absolutely. I, I know a guy. I might be able to get you guys. So, <laughs> did he say that the uh, closest thing to that was the twenty fifth? He, he did. did. No, the twenty twenty. The twenty twenty. No, the twenty fifth. It had to be the twenty fifth. Yeah, the 2020 just just started shipping. So, so now. when you we were smoking the twenty fifth that night too. When yeah. you get a cigar. 
that's made by this company, Rocky Patel, and it knocks your socks off. Then you try their other stuff, and it's like, well, wait a minute, I just smoked. You know, it's like it's like drinking, you know, Basil Hayden and then being given, you know, bullet bourbon, and you're like, it's just totally different. Let me ask you something about the trade show. I notice you call you call your people, and people are supposed to come. Is that what usually happens, or when when you in the cigar industry when you talk about trade shows, how do they advertise for a trade? Well, show? Well, typically we the trade shows have been held in Las Vegas, so a huge trade show with all the manufacturers there, a big showroom floor, and a convention center, and it's there for um, it's there for the the companies like the brick right. and mortars, and um, it's for them to go and to get a chance to have everybody all in one spot and get to hear about all the new stuff that's coming out that year from each manufacturer and obviously there's you know samples available for them to bring back with them with them from the show and it got canceled obviously because of right. covid this year so uh rocky had the idea to bring the road show you know to the brick and mortars and you know they got together and you know we partnered we had oliva there we had united was there at the one that we did uh, locally here um crown heads and alec bradley and we 15 cities across the country tried to get out, spread out as much as possible. COVID actually caused some issues with where we actually held them to. From right. what I understand, not that I was involved in the planning, but um, yeah, 15 cities around the country, and you know, we just had the opportunity for everybody that could and was willing to to get out there and travel just a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit of a drive to come out and get a chance to see the new product and get the new product in their stores and have a face to face with people in the company, not just the reps, but, you know, every one of the cities had somebody that was more higher up, you know, like, say, Nish <laughs> or Nimish. Or you, you guys saw Dave Bullock when he right. was there. When, oh, yeah, but it was great. I mean, it, it was a really great experience. I mean, I think nothing replaces the trade show in Vegas for all of us. It's yeah. Vegas. Right. right. But um, it was really a, a nice thing to be able to do and bring the show to everybody. And when is that quarter century coming out? So... Uh, it's just about ready. I ask about it regularly. I talked to Rocky last night. Oh, by the way, he did want to send his thanks to you guys for the for the awesome review and and rating that you gave the cigar on the show. I told him all about it. And uh, but uh, you know, just some slight little changes, uh, last minute changes to the packaging. Right. A little bit with the bandon, but it should be ready to roll in the next few weeks. So, you should see it on the shelves. So then I have to put, and I'm going to put you on the spot, and I hope you oh, don't God. mind there, uh, Shadow. You told me you, the decade was your go-to, but you smoked that quarter century. Will it still be your go-to? That's a tough one. Because I smoked the decade, and it was good. Again, we smoked that quarter century, and I, my socks were blown off. Yeah. Well, the decade's always been like a 95-rated cigar. Yeah. It's just a great cigar. Um, after smoking the quarter century... Uh, that did knock my socks off also. And I'll be very surprised if it doesn't get a rating wow. of that. Or oh, not. yeah, that's going to be It's a whole there. different profile. And, you know, the quarter century, as we talked about last time, it has 10-year-age tobacco. It right. had, after it was rolled, it was sat for two years. And what I love about that cigar is you, that cigar has tobacco from our, from our farms in right. Esley, Nicaragua, which is a, it's a special thing. It takes wow. a long time to get tobacco like that ready to be on a cigar of that level. So Holy nice. mackerel. And then, uh, Brian, I do have some United questions. And then we get to Silver Fox. We're also going to ask some questions. So, Brian, first of all, you know, and again, Mike and Shadow, Yvonne and Brian, I want to thank you very much for coming and uh, joining us tonight. 
We know you got very busy schedules, you know, so thank you for being here. But first of all, Brian, I want you to talk about your company first. Basically, what I've done is I'm a broker now. So I, uh, in the past, I've worked for Anheuser-Busch. Right out of college, I, I started in the tobacco industry and kind of jumped around a little bit. And then I started with Zycar about four years ago. I worked for Ventura Cigar recently. They laid us off. So wasn't really sure where I was right. going to go with it. Um, and then I sat down with a couple of companies that I hadn't sold to. I'd been calling on them for four years. Didn't sell them a thing. And they happened to uh, invite me in, and they asked me to represent them. Because wow. I was always still calling on them and presenting to them, showing them what we had, all the new stuff. The follow up and everything. So uh, you were doing a good sales job, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so it was. Uh, so it was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, cool. I was very flattered, and they uh, they gave me the uh, the little kick in my ass that you know, so, after, you, know you get you get let go from a job, and it's one of those you start questioning yourself. You know, like was it me? What did I do? Okay. So it was good. You know, in that way, I started my company, and I my, the whole program i i got it based out of my company's called northeast tobacco and the companies i represent are in the northeast so uh i love it it's great i work with great people you you remind me of um before i ask you what your companies are but you remind me of the fellow that sells alcohol they have a twins event and he's selling vodka and then we see him, we hear there's going to be a bourbon event, and we go to it, and it's the same guy. And I'm going, wait a minute, weren't you the vodka guy? <laughs> he sells a number of different brands. So what are your brands? So uh, United Cigar, I represent them, Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, Hammer and Sickle, and then I have a, a line of um, accessories, and uh, they're based out of Texas called VSOL and PDR. Oh, you're doing PDR too. We know PDR. Yes, we do. Yep. So it's it's great. You know, I work with great people, and you know, I've been on the road for 30 years, and I absolutely love it. So next time you talk to Abe, ask him about the uh, hookah story at Merrimack College. Oh yes, (laughs) hookah hookah story. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Pretty good. (laughs) Good. Very very good. I get to sit with. Can you elaborate a little bit? Well, he was well, he was a student there way back when. Yeah, like he went to school here in uh, in, Mar- in uh, North Andover, yep. Merrimack College, and uh, there was these guys from the I guess they were from the Middle East somewhere, and they had a hookah, and they would smoke the hookah in the dorm, and this is a big hullabaloo about the whole thing. But anyway, it's a it's his, pretty funny his story. father brought him to this country. He was uh, educated with the Salem Mass uh, school system. Mm-hmm. Then he went to Merrimack College. And then he went back home and started and, doing and cigars. started doing cigars. No, he's a terrific guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get to spend a nice day with him. He was at uh, Blasto Cigar a couple of years back, there for the whole day, and we just got to sit around and just shoot the breeze and smoke cigars. It was a blast. Yeah, you, you know what? I, I find that uh, you know we we meet all the figureheads and all the different people that work with the companies. Um, you know, Mike and I, you know. We've been uh, running into each other a quite a lately, bit. Yeah. You know, it's it's just a lot of fun. You know, it's it's a bunch of hardworking people, and uh, you know that love what they do. And you know, they always say the hardest door to walk through is your own. 
You know, and it's easy to, when you, when you run your own business or you're a rep that's on the road, it's easy to sit there and go, you know what, I'm going to work from home today. I'll make some calls. I'll send out emails. I love getting up in the morning. I get up at 5.15 every morning. I have my coffee, and then I'm out the door because I love what I do. You it's know, pretty I'm, cool to be on the road heading to your first, your first call, and yeah. the sun's rising, and you're seeing everything happen before everybody else. Yeah, we're very lucky. Yeah. You know, you're lucky. You know, you get to, you love what you do. So, yeah, that's beautiful. That Buffalo Drive gets long, though. <laughs> There's a lot of long spurts. In the yeah, but you can listen to the hats all the yeah, way. So, it's, yeah, it's, but it's you get the Dodge Deer and all that kind of stuff on I-90. <laughs> right, that's, so. right. that's right. Um, Dumbot and Tobacco and Trust. So just first to, to say this, because we've done a lot of shows, and I found, you know, we, we did an interview with uh, Cindy Sacker and this and Silver Fox. Yvonne was there. I'm there. And, um, <laughs> What's up? The knowledge was incredible. So I'm going to ask you some questions about Dunbarton. Um, we, we, we're just looking for dirt on Steve. <laughs> I'm not giving you dirt on oh, Steve. Okay, Zero then. chance of that happening. Would you want to mess with Steve? No. 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 What's, what's new in the Dunbarton world? What's coming? What's coming? We have the brulee blue that's coming. Is that dipped also? No. None of them are. No. None of them are. No, none of them are. But that is something we're coming out with, too. We're doing a five-pack that he did. What do you call that? The five-pack. Well, it's different initials, but it's... Shut the f*** up. Yeah. Shut the f*** up. And each one on the band has a letter. Yeah. And in this five-pack, one is the original brulee. Two have been dipped, as you say, once, and two have been dipped twice. And the people that purchase it can decide for themselves. They can kind of see the difference in what it's like when it really is dipped compared to the natural fermentation process that gives it that sweetness. It's kind of like a hidden hearth pack. It kind of is. Uh And then, of course, Steve Steve is Steve. Right. Several weeks after they go out, he'll have like a big reveal as to uh, which one which is which. Is, so, yes, exactly. So the reasoning, if I'm correct, that some of them are dipped, that's not normally how the brulees are. Right. It and is, the thing with that, if I'm, I believe, is that people were saying, oh, these are definitely dipped in something, but they really aren't. Right. It's been so, crazy. People yeah. are going nuts. So many people think it is, and then there's other people that realize that it is all in the natural fermentation process. Yep. I mean, they're they're sitting in that bale for three years? I think it's three years. Mm-hmm. So it's just this natural process that happens, and it what, brings out that hint of sweetness. What kind of fruits are laid across that uh, fermentation There process? are no fruits I laid mean, across yeah. it. Fruit of the i got to tell you, got an investigation going as, on as right somebody now. that's owned a few boxes of brulees, they're all sweet-tipped. And they are not sweet-tipped. You know, I hate to say that, but is it true that so many people were bothering them, so we came up with... Well, yeah. shut the f*** up. Shut the f- Oh, come on. Well, yes, now leave me the hell alone. Right, right exactly. Right? Which That's was the Lancero, because yeah. he's not a Lancero lover. Mm-hmm. And so many people wanted him to do a Lancero, and he was like, oh, my God. Yep. So he finally did it, and it was, now leave me the hell alone. Wow. There it is. And it is selling very well. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so I happened to catch the uh, event he did with Abe out of Smokers Inn there a couple of weeks back. They did a big Dunbarton promotion live 
and they had all of these packages that you could buy of all these different cigars. And if you, you know, depending on which one you got, you get different swag. You got the meat lovers with the cutting board, right, or you got right. the soccer squatch, or it, it was actually yeah. Abe actually stole that idea from yeah. Ronnie at Segretos in uh, Michigan. Oh yeah, yeah, he did. He did it cool. first. He he reached out to Ronnie and said, "This is a great idea. I want to do it," and he did it too. Yep. So. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I mean, it was it was different kind of event because it was kind of like what's the the, the TV thing where you buy stuff on on the oh like the QVC QVC yeah. yes it was like QVC <laughs> out of eight shop. I've never I've never purchased anything from them by the way. I just I knew what yes. you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like it was you know, like that. It was you great. get you get four sober mesas and this lovely cutting board. Exactly, <laughs> it was exactly that. Yeah, the the yeah. picture. Of Steve when he went in drag. Oh gosh! Is that with Nish Patel? Yes, yeah. it is. Have you seen that? I, I missed what you were saying because I was oh. side talking. Oh, when you need to see these oh, lovely wait, women. Wait, is this the, is the, this the, uh, the uh, when, Halloween costume? No, it's when they all they actually. Oh, when they all got together and dressed up. Right, yeah. they were all challenging each other as yeah. to who could lose yeah. the I've most weight, this, yeah. and the person that <laughs> Show shadow. didn't. Hold it, I gotta get this right. The person that lost the least amount of weight was supposed to dress in drag. And they decided <laughs> that they would all dress in drag. I want you to know that that particular day of that event, I'm at the office working away, and my email dings, and I just see that it's something from Steve, and I <laughs> click on it, and I get this picture that literally takes over my whole screen. <laughs> and it was Steve. And yeah. it, it was a little scary. You know, the eyeshadow and the I, lipstick. I, those are three of the homeliest women <laughs> that I have ever seen in my entire life. Homely yeah. moly. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> That's some balls though. And then they then they auctioned off the um the garb. Yeah. I mean the real story there is how co- how committed those guys were to to, to having that contest and losing the weight they did, Absolutely. you know. Absolutely. Yeah, cool. And then Steve spent quite a bit of money getting yeah, prepped to yeah. <laughs> and, and nails were done. <laughs> so, so they actually bid on these falsies, right? Yeah, they turned it into a fundraiser. They for did. They turned it, it was, into a fundraiser. Raiser, and in a couple of weeks, the uh, it's two gentlemen, I believe. They're going up to Umagog with Steve, and uh, going to get to fish and do all kinds of stuff. And he's going to get his his uh, uh, falsy falsies back. He traded them. Oh, my butt, like in my rag. Cause da, da, da. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. So wonderful. Yeah. So I'm getting into Conspiracy Corner? Let's do it. We go back to the uh, old story, young story for conspiracy tonight, and it's about the vote. And if you go back into history in 1960 in Chicago, at primary where Chicago came up with the the, uh, vote early and vote often, well, apparently uh, Joe Kennedy got the mob to help get his son, John F. Kennedy, elected in the primary. The key in that year in 1960 was who won the primary was the most likely candidate. So Kennedy basically locked up the uh, nomination through Chicago, Illinois. But I bring it out to today, and I just want to put this out there. Everyone's talking about 
the president, the vote, what the president said the other day about maybe delaying the election. And what he really wanted to do is get us to talk about the election. And it's not so much this vote by mail. It is mailing, mass mailing votes to everybody on the list. And what they're talking about doing is they want to send a ballot to everyone who's registered to vote. So if somebody's died, someone's moved, someone, two-thirds of the people vote, which means 33% of the people who are on a voting list don't vote. They just, don't, for whatever reason, they choose not to vote in an election. But these ballots will be mailed to everybody. The problem with it is that they don't need to put a stamp on it and put it back in a mailbox. They have it set up where these people can go around and collect boxes of three, four, five hundred ballots and bring them into the polls. Now, if you put a stamp on a ballot and it goes into the mailbox, it's federally protected. It's federal mail. But if you just walk in with a box full of ballots, you don't know where they came from. And this is, it's opening up the ability. And even this thing now I hold in my hand, everyone's getting sent an application to choose to vote by mail. The question is, is that if you send it back in, will you actually get a ballot? Now, I other one wonder if you send it in and you choose a ballot by mail, will they mock you off the list because uh, you've effectively got okay, a ballot? So, I, I went and, so this is the Massachusetts one because I brought you this, yeah. this thing here. And I did. I went and looked at the site and I read the information on it. You can apply for your mail-in ballot with this thing. So you have to mail this card back. Everyone has mailed this card. And yes. You, if you want to get your mail-in ballot, you have to fill that out and send nice. it back in. And then they'll send you a ballot. It, now, and now, if you don't send the ballot back in by mail, you can vote at, on election day. You can still walk in and vote. Yeah. But then the problem is is that how do they differentiate? They don't. And they will they, tell. Will they barcode them and know that the people have voted. This is where it's yep. opening up and what we're finding out too is that the people in the election office can look at it and say, oh, okay, this gentleman's a Republican. Don't send him a ballot. Or they can send it to another address like we were talking to. And Mike was telling me, people, they sent, they don't mail it to your address. They mail it to whatever address they choose. They, well, so in the, in the, on this form here, you can put an alternate address because they mail it to you at whatever you, they have you registered as. And you can say, mail it to me at such and such address. So if somebody picks this little sheet out of your mail and yep. fills it out with an alternate address and sends it in, you don't even know you had it. That's right. That's so right. they can steal or they can duplicate them. Now, if all of a sudden they get one in from you, yep. but they've already got one in with all your names from somebody else right. that's made a copy of it and, and it's already vote. sent in, they'll say, oh, we already sent that guy a ballot and they'll mock you up. So it just opens it up. What we're really doing is cheat by mail. And the problem that we're running into is that um, the Democrats don't have anything to run on. So what they want to do is they want to steal the election. It's their only way of winning. And that's what we're fighting. And I, I think that the president brought up the change in date, not so much to do it is, as everybody wants to say, hey, let's have a conversation. He wanted to start the conversation in the public about the voting and the issues with it. And so by throwing that monkey wrench the other day into the world about changing the vote from a different date, he got everyone riled up. But what he's got is everybody's talking about the vote. And then it brings up this vote by mail or mail mass mailing of ballots that's what i'm totally against and if you look into california in 2018 there was a lot of republicans who won on election day but then over the days after 
these box full of ballots came walking in and they lost their seat in Congress because the Democrat won. And that was in multiple races. And that is, if you go back to the 2018 election, they stole the House majority. And if you look at the areas that they did it, they moved it by, what, 40 or 50 seats? So they only had to win 23 seats to move the the total so the Democrats hold the House. We have Nancy Pelosi in charge because they stole the election in 2018. And they're trying to do it again. So and Let's just cut right through the cigar smoke and get to the main point here. There's a lot of people talking about conspiracy theories and this and that. And they love that word, conspiracy theory. So many of their so-called conspiracy theories have been now brought to the forefront as proof. It's no longer a conspiracy. It's documents, evidence. There are people that believed Epstein and Epstein's conspiracy theory. There's nothing to do with the Pizzagate. You know, this is coming out as 100. Epstein is now no longer coming down for breakfast. But the point being is, Giselle's, uh, Jelaine has been, Maxwell's been arrested. There's documents that just been released over the last day, 24 hours. And these documents are real. They're not phony. There's no conspiracy. They're court documents. A judge released them. So you can see for yourself. Use your favorite internet search engine and just look up Democrats arrested voting fraud. That's all you got to do. And you'll spend your time reading real arrests by people on the Democratic Party who have been arrested for voter fraud. These ballots, I'm going to tell you, do what you want. But my advice, save them. Do not use them. Go in and vote by person. They're going to try to make us all vote by this nonsense, which they're going to steal the election. Yes. Trump is very well aware of this, and so isn't the DOJ, so many other entities within the government. Now, if you listen to the Democrats, just listen to what they're saying. That's all you really need to do. Do your little search engine, but listen to the Democrats, what they're saying. This COVID thing, do your research. You've got to get your numbers straight and understand what is going on here. This is their last bastion. This is their last resort. This is their last stand. They tried Russian gate. They tried to impeach. They tried this. They tried to slander. They, they go after his family. This is going to be one of the biggest elections this nation has ever seen. So yeah. if you want to change, do your thing. And whatever you feel, that's the, the way this country works. And you're entitled to do as you feel. If you see that this country was booming under Donald Trump's economy, they need to ruin the economy to make him look bad and say that it's his fault. They're blaming him for the COVID, for crying out loud. Right, and he was the first one to stop people coming in, and they they lambasted him. Today's hearing, Fauci admitted, Donald Trump in today's hearing, Fauci admitted saving lives for shutting down the flights from China, right. saving lives from front, shutting down the flights from Europe. And this saved right. many, many, many lives. And if, but if you turn on CNN, you're not going to hear none of that, no. and you're not going to hear anything to do with Trump's economy, how well it was going, how many people were employed, lowest unemployment rates in the Asians, uh, Hispanic, and black well, community. 
lowest in the history of this country. You're never going to hear that on those stations. No, they're disparaging all the doctors who stood up and said oh these are the cures. They, there was governors. They know that the governors purposely spread the disease into the nursing homes. And now, like we were talking about last week, uh, someone who gets tested seven weeks in a row, they count them as seven COVID positives. And it's the same person getting tested. Yeah, exactly. And then there's a lineup of people who go to get tested and walk away and get a letter a week or two later saying that they tested positive. They didn't even get tested. <laughs> So they're playing the numbers, and they want to. They're they trying to. to scare us into having to vote by mail. And what they're really trying to scare us into doing is they want to set up a thing where every state gets a mass mailing of ballots, and they just force everybody. And, and we're not set up for this. Now look I at, agree. Look at Ohio people when do, they tried it. Right, they, people it do took them three days to count them. Now in this country, we've always done absentee ballot. But that's always been like one half or say one percent. We're set up for that, but we can't do fifty, sixty percent mail in voting. We don't have the system for it. One state and that's the problem. One state they gave it the, the trial. It took them three and a half days to count. So it we're was, gonna go in a presidential election and wait a week to hear the results? If you go online there was an Atlanta news station the other day that actually did a test and they took like a hundred ballots and they mailed them to their own P.O. box to see how it would work. And go watch the results. It's yeah, hilarious. It's awful. It's it's, 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 it's scary. Absurd. It's absurd. It is, it is scary. It's it absurd. Is. And and we need to put a stop to this. We just need people to understand there's a difference between voting absentee and then this whole mass mailing. And they right. keep confusing the issue and they say, oh, the president doesn't want you to be able to vote by mail. But it has to be done right. safely and securely. And yeah. that's our problem. And, and the, uh, just a couple of things to close out with is... Hillary Clinton was supposedly 98% going to win that election. Donald Trump won the election. All the silent majority come out. They're going to do it again. Yeah. Something to bring back from that. Herman right Cain. before the election in 2016, President Obama signed an executive order, and he took the overseeing of the election by each state and put it under control of the Department of Homeland Security. Mm -hmm. He did this because he was believing that Hillary was going to win and he didn't want anyone to look into the details. So that, and if you remember, as soon as it is, they got that lady from the Green Party to start doing a, uh, a recount. The reason the recount went away so quick is there was a box and they had like 350 votes in a, in a section in Detroit. And when they opened the box, there was only 50 ballots in it. But Hillary got 295 votes out of those 50 ballots. And they started opening the boxes and realizing that the numbers were juiced in all these towns, in, in Detroit, in the different cities. And they were trying to, to use it. And they said, oh, stop the recount. And so if you look back into 16, they had everything scammed. And they, they never thought Hillary would lose. And once she did, you know, they, they've been in trouble panic. since, but panic. now, blown panic. Uh, you know, I, I keep going back to this. Please, if you're a Democrat, please explain to me what the Democratic Party is going to do for us and why we should vote for the Democratic candidate, whoever it may be on the ballot. And don't explain to me all the bad things you want to talk about the president. Right. Explain to me what the Democrats are going to offer us and do going forward. Right. Uh, and none of them seem to be able to give me an answer. Uh, going to Maxine Waters saying Herman Cain, God rest his soul, died of COVID. And it's President Trump's fault for having the rally with him there and no mask. And Herman Cain had stage four prostate cancer. He was dying from prostate cancer for quite some time and then was getting stage four, it's terminal. Right. And she comes on, Maxine Waters comes on today and said, 
he died of COVID, which he did get COVID apparently. Right. And, but that's not what killed him. Stage four cancer killed him. Right. He died with COVID. He which died is the with problem. COVID. And so now it's not stage four cancer. So you got to do your research again. Look at the cancer rates. They've, they've plummeted. Oh, yeah. Because everybody's and dying of COVID. Pneumonia has plummeted in the flu. People aren't dying of the flu because exactly. everyone is. The, everybody's the states, dying of COVID. The states get 35000 on a COVID death, nothing for a pneumonia death. That's right. So what did you buy? Exactly. You know, and they're all desperate for money. So they're all. So they're, they're playing this up. I mean, they're using the COVID fear. And are we going to go with uh, fear and or are we going to vote for the truth and we're going to vote for um, facts? Yeah. For all of you who haven't really. Got an opinion so far on this. Again, this is one of the biggest elections in the history of this country to save America. Look at the rioting. And they're going to tell us the president can't send in troops or, or, um, or the federal agents. Agents right. and they should have sent the troops in a long time ago to knock that off. Well, right. you can't use the troops against your own people. You can do in a position where you're tearing down federal buildings, courthouses. You can do it. Here's what the Democrats have said it they'll do if they win. They'll get rid of the filibuster, which means if they have 51 senators, everything will pass. Second thing they're going to do is they're going to turn Washington, D.C. into a state, which will give Democrats two new senators and mm-hmm. two new House sure. of Reps. They'll probably add in their Puerto Rico and make them a state. Yep. They'll flood the Supreme Court because they'll make it have 15 people. Yep. And the final thing is they'll take down the border walls and they'll let everybody well, in. Well, that was my and last point. So we'll never, ever see... A Republican in power again. That was my and last. If you point. like what the Democrats have done to their cities, mm-hmm. then expect that to be in every yeah. state in the union. If you want your, it's illegal. To- it's illegal for an illegal to vote in a in a presidential or federal election. Right. And they're going to flood if the Democrats get in power. Forget about it. Like you said. Yeah. Maybe we Mustang should. Mike, they'll never ever win another election ever. We, we should in- invite one million Republican. Um, uh, people from Moscow to come to our country and vote Republican. What could they say? Well, what's the difference? <laughs> you know, if you're going well, to, yeah, we're going to let the Russians in. We'll let them in, and the ones who want to. You have how many uh, illegals in the country right now? Somewhere there about twenty-two 20 million? million. Yeah, twenty-two million Maybe more. And there's, you know, if that's a number, there you can times that by a few. And everybody, when you when you go to register, you can get a license in California in a lot of states, and when you register to go get your license, they automatically put you on the voter right. list. People have to opt out and say, oh, no, I'm not a citizen, I can't vote, but right. they get put on. Democrats are, are, are the ones letting dangerous criminals out of the prisons, <coughs> yet they're going to arrest people for not wearing, or find people for not wearing masks. And if you or running a health club in New Jersey. Running the health club, I was getting to that, they're gonna, they did get arrested. Yep. So you're going to arrest these people for going to church and holding church right. services, or, but you're going to let all these dangerous rapist right. murderers out right. of prison? This or, is the Democratic Party. If you don't believe us and you think this is a conspiracy theory, look it up on your favorite yep. search engine. You will see. You can read for yourself, and you'll see it. Cool. Thank right. you. I Thank get, you, everybody. Two things. In Detroit, they don't have any of these problems because the mayor and the police are cracking down on all of this um, mm-hmm. 
protesting and whatnot. If there's any violent stuff, they're just knocking it right out. Yep. So that's the difference between yep. that city and other cities. Did Good you hear time. the story? I'll leave you with this. Did you hear the story of what happened in Lawrence? No. So they oh, had yeah, a protest, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, good, and the yeah. gang stepped in front of the yep. protesters and said, this is our town. If you break anything and touch our police or touch any of our buildings, we're going to take you out. And all the Antifa people ran out of Lawrence. Of course. A bunch of cowards. Great. They think they're tough guys. Yeah, they're I love cowards. that look story. At me, look at me a light foot in Chicago. That lady needs to be left pulled. Foot. Yeah, left foot. <laughs> Dumb foot. Yeah. Well, that's She needs it. to be pulled out of Chicago. Yeah. So our listeners need to spread this then, word to their friends and family and go from yep. there. And Don't send one. in your mail-in ballots. Go ballots. Go in person and vote. <laughs> Some, someone, someone got a cat. They, they mailed the cat the uh, ballot. Oh, oh. It died yes. 10 years ago. Yes, yes, yes. The cat was on... <laughs> the cat's name was, I don't know, Mikey the Cat or whatever. Something. Yeah. Cat in the hat. The spot or whatever. Yeah. And got on the, the voting list somehow. Yeah. And well, you go in... mailed it one of these cards. Uh, you can walk in with ago. any name and register. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and okay. that's the problem. So we'll go... So just, before, so just before we end, yeah. I just want to ask the people that are here, I'll, I'm going to start with the shadow. What's your go-to cigar? <laughs> right now? Right now. What's it, it would still be the decade, but uh, quarter century hasn't come out yet. Okay. Mike, what's your go-to cigar? You rep Rocky. Oh, God, I have a lot. I have a lot of favorites. Um, if I had to say my actual go-to that I just love to take out of the humidor and smoke, it's a Sangro Maduro Lancero. Okay. Beautiful. Now, Brian, you rep four different companies, so I'm going to ask you from each brand, what's your go-to cigar? Well, my go-to cigar, let's go uh, with Dunbarton. It's definitely the brulee. That's not dipped. That's not dipped. Correct. <laughs> Probably with Hammer and Sickle, definitely have to go with the Hermitage, although the Berlin Wall is very close as well. And then with United, I really like the Jose Dominguez. You know, it's uh, the Maduro. And I, I, yeah, I really, I really enjoy that, and, and it's, a great, uh, it's a great value as well. So that's what I would say. Yvonne from Dunbarton, what is your number one go-to? Mine is the Todos Los Dias Thick Farmsdale, an ass kicker. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't think I've had that. To John, who's owner of Cigars R Us. This is easy. I smoke three brulees every morning with my coffee. Okay. <laughs> God damn. Every wow. morning. I smoke, I smoke three of them every morning Wow. from uh, 6.30 to 9, and I go to the shop at 10. What size? Bigger than this. The Toro? Toro. Yeah. Toro, every morning. Okay. And Paul, the owner of the shack, what is your go-to cigar? Oh, you might not like this. That's okay. <laughs> no, I, I'm a little partial to the Drew Estate, okay. and I really like the cold infusion, the, the acid cold infusion. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably my go-to. Wow. That is fabulous. Everybody likes something different. Everybody, yeah, no, that's incredible. Russ, what's your go-to cigar? Oh, I'm partial to Patagas. Really? I go for the uh, Series D number four in the Robusto. Fabulous. Wandering Jew. Padron 2000 natural wrapper. If I had the money, I would buy the 1964 anniversario every day. Wow. Billy Cigars. The Atabay Duandes, the Torpedo. Wow. Okay. All right. Sean, what's your go-to cigar? Two of them. Romacraft, Cro-Magnum. Okay, excellent, Scott. Very good. And the Rocky Patel 50. Wow. Oh, nice one. Fabulous. Mike with the Bruins hat. Oh, Rick, I have 
have to say I'm big towards the Drew Estate. Yeah. So it'd probably be the dirt torpedoes. Excellent. Excellent. And the and the gringo, I already know what he's going to say because gringo loves Perdomo. Yeah, my my go-to cigar is the Perdomo 10th anniversary. Really? Yeah, it's the best uh, creamy, soft. I'm not a real hard, right. strong, uh, bold uh, cigar smoker, so that's my that's my favorite. And a Rocky Patel, Mike gave me one. The Vintage 99? That was a yeah. fantastic cigar. Nice. Yeah, Brian's smoking it right now. Creamy, Van, buttery, right to the, that, right to the very last it, puff. It gives me a, a, a taste of the Podomo yeah. in a sense, but that was a very, very good cigar. So Thanks. that's my next favorite cigar. Oh, so yeah, you got to change it up once in a while. That's a very yeah. nice one to go to. It is. <laughs> and, for the, and for the hacks, we all know what our go-tos are. And since we talk about all sorts of different cigars, I'm going to leave us out of it. I like a good hidden herb, you know? <laughs> yeah. you like to, I love a hidden her. Well, let's go with the ones that uh, get the high ratings. Well, let's rate these cigars okay. before I read that list. Be careful. Okay, let's do the green one first. Who had the green one? Raise your hand if you had the green one. Okay, three of us. Four oh, four of us. Of us. So, yeah. zero to ten, Russ. Eight. Billy Cigars. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Okay. Billy Cigars. Who else? Oh, eight and a quarter on that one. Okay. I'm going to give it a seven. I wasn't in love with it. No. And it comes out to a 7.7. The pink brand. The red. Who had the red? Who had the red? Well, it was okay. more pink. That was the Rocky Patel. Dommy. Rocky Patel ALR second edition. I've had the ALR before. It's very good. I give it an 8.9. Fabulous. I enjoyed it a lot. I give it a, an 8. Excellent. Sean have a 9.4 on this one. Uh, Mustang Mike's got a 9.4. Sean, had, you had the box press? 7.5. 7.5. Is that everybody? Yeah. Everybody who's still in the room. Paul had Paul, it. did you? A 9. A 9. Now, for anybody that's into inferential statistics, because this cigar was already rated, and it's one of our tops... Let's see if it's... No, uh, no, this is not the same one. No, that you did the first edition. Yeah, we did the first edition. This is the second edition. We have not done this. It comes out to an 8.6. Uh-huh. Fabulous. Okay. Thing, uh, uh, no, no, okay, but, we're getting but to last it. Week, uh, a couple weeks ago, correspondent right. Mike gave that one a 10. I know. Okay, who had the blue brand? Blue. Okay. The blue Sober Sh- Mesa. Sh- Shadow. I'm giving an 8.5. 8.5. Great cigar, good taste, smoked good, didn't have to relight it. 8.75. 8.75. Who else? Mike? Fabulous. Gringo's got an 8. Mikey the Bruin? A 9. Anyone else? I'm going to give it an 8. And Mike's going to give it an 8. Interesting. He gave a lower number to the opposite brand, yet the people f- on on the other side gave a higher brand. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was the same. Yeah, it was the same, and it came out to an eight point yeah. six. I wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> Look at that. Two very consistent. Right. Fabulous. Okay. Okay. So here are thus far on the hacks our top cigars at the top of the list at a nine point seven. We have the Quarter Century by Rocky Patel. At a 9.4, we have the Kalanok 25% peat strength. At a 9. From point Hammer and Sickle. From Hammer and Sickle. Is that the old Kalanok, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the old Kalanok. Yeah. Yeah. From Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, the Horn of a Dead Unicorn at a 9.3. They are wow. top three cigars. At a 9.2, we have a tie between the Atabay Lancero and the Avo Exo Legado. 
At a 9.1, we have the Purisol Maduro. At a 9.0, we have a tie between the Rocky Patel Age Limited Rare First Edition. Oh, man. That was a 9.0. And the Liga Pravada Unico at a 9.0. They have been our top cigars thus far this year. So, top cigar wins a hacky, you know. Yeah. And, What's and, a hacky? Uh-huh. It's our our annual award show. We do an award show. If you win, you have to dress and drag. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't be the first time. (laughs) Okay, let's wrap this. (laughs) And you have to be better looking than Nish Patel. (laughs) Christ. Okay, thanks to the panel. Hold on. Oh, time out. All right, we're good. We've got a big panel here. Who's still in the room here? All right, Mustang Mike. Mustang Sally. All right. Nurse Rick. This town needs an enema. Hey, Enema Boys in the house. A very special shout-out to my wife. It is her birthday. Not that she listens to the show, but still, happy birthday, Lisa. I love you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Okay, we got in the next seat. We got Brian from Dunbarton. And, wow, in United. In Dunbarton. I said Dunbarton, Hammer and Sickle, and United. Yes. Right? And the lighter accessory line. Yep, VSOL. Yes. Thank you guys very much for having me. Uh, Thank you very much uh, to the boys here at the Tobacco Shack. And, uh, you know, great place. Please come down and, uh, you know, support your local brick and mortars. And uh, these guys are great. and uh, thank you so much to the Hacks. Uh, you guys are a lot of fun. And uh, you are kind of tough on some of your... Uh, tough? Well, well, you're, you're tough on, on some of your... your uh, Questions? Your grades. Oh, on, the ratings. On, uh, the ratings on oh. the cigars, oh, which, oh, okay. which I like. You know, you guys oh, are very honest. Yeah. very honest. Yeah. And uh, so uh, it's, it's great to be uh, have some of those cigars that are rated that high. So, But thank you very much. Appreciate it. And we have the, the Silver Fox. And she makes me glad that I'm a man. Oh, no one knows what goes on. <laughs> well, thank you for having me again. I loved it here at the shop. I'm going to have to check out you guys, too. It's Cigars R Us. Have you been here before? No. This is your first time? This is my first. Woo-hoo. I'm a virgin. All right. Send up a rocket. Right. I'm going to be there soon. But yeah. thank you. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Okay. Here we get Johnny Nine Sticks. Oh, great to be here. Great to be here. Great bunch of guys. I'm, I'm glad I made it tonight. Hey, ha, Reverend Javi. Well, everybody, I hope you enjoyed the show. We had a real good show tonight. Uh, we smoked some good cigars. Uh, hope everybody's safe. Hope everybody has a good week. Uh, practice your mask and your social distancing. And God bless each and every one of you. See you next week. Same time, same station.
All right, we got the Gringo Star. Cross over the border, we'll take a sailing ship into the night. Yeah, thanks to the Shack and the Hacks for inviting me back on. And adios, amigos, senoritas, hombres, and compadres. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got Paul the Fixer. Hey, Paul. Well, thank, thank you guys for coming out here again. Thanks for coming out again. I really appreciate you guys being here. Come back again real soon. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Oh, anytime, guys. Absolutely thank fabulous. Yep. To Mike the Bruin, who didn't get... Nope. I'll just get over there. To Mike the Bruin, who didn't get to talk very much, and trust me, I'll come up with a better name later on, but thank you for being here. Uh, thank you guys for being here. Awesome. All right, Dominator. 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 Another great show at another great shop with nine headsets now. Nine. We have upgraded. Yeah, and we're still switching around. And uh, Yes, but... Thank you, everybody, for having us, Paul. We have Ru- Russ the Resuscitator. And we have oh, Russ. Yeah. Russ on. Well, thank y'all, and we've got some <laughs> up here for you. Oh, fabulous. Keep the night going. All right. Dami to Dominator. Didn't we just do me? Didn't we just do you? We did. Oh, we, so we the- did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to do you again. Dominator. Thank you. Hey, we got the shit out on core. We get the shadow. Get wait, the shadow. wait. You will lurk in the hearts of men. <laughs> <laughs> the shadow knows. <laughs> it's always fun to come out of the dark, play with the boys. Come out of the, the shadows. Um, great event tonight with the uh, reps in the house. And uh, well, shout out to the Tobacco Shack. Great place to come and have a cigar. And thank you very much for wearing your rainbow shirt. We support you. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> very brave of you. <laughs> All right. We have we have Sean sitting here. We went to hand him the uh, headset. Jonathan. To just say thank you, Jonathan. But, well, yeah. thank you very much for having me. Sean, say something. <laughs> well, since you called me out on it, I was trying to be magnanimous, but... Thank you very much. I had a great time. Thank you. Thank you for Thanks coming. For and I got something special for the leader of the pack. Oh, Lanceros. Ooh, Look at that. Ooh, ooh, Thank you so much. Because he lives oh. for Lanceros. He does. Oh, he's got the protocols. Oh, man. I, I haven't seen these in like a year. I uh, got more of them. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to get them at, uh, at, at last out. Matty used to have them, but he's yeah. light on Lanceros lately. Yeah, some guy bought them all out. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually me. <laughs> I beat you to it. <laughs> Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Okay, we got uh, Mike the Cop over here. Always a pleasure to be a part of the conversation with the Hacks. Thanks for having me on again. Love the Tobacco Shack. Thank you guys, the whole crew. It's a great place to come, and everybody have a great weekend, and keep those ashes long. Yeah, so what happened to... 
the wandering Jew. He's around here somewhere. He might be outside. Oh. And the correspondent Mike is out there. I can see him in the parking lot. There's some folks out there. Okay, so I guess that's uh, everybody there. So this is your uh, humble announcer producer, Cigar Hack Dave. To the man! To the man! Thanks to the listeners, you made it through another one. Our social media tag is Cigar Hacks, all over the usual channels. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, CigarHacks.com. And Pornhub. And Pornhub. Look us up. Pornhub.com slash the retro hill. You bet. And and, and you folks at Spirit Airlines, when you're looking us up on Pornhub, look out for the shadow. Yeah. The shadow knows. Mercy, mercy, mercy. And we're going to do something different tonight. We're not going to mention Alex the Bastard. No, we should have met. Yeah, don't talk about him. Should we talk about Tricycle Boy, though? No, that's right. We won't. Okay, so send us an email, cigarhacks at cigarhacks.com. Remember, we're just a bunch of hacks, like cigars, etc. I think this horse thing is f-